I don't wanna be just someone that's new. I speak my mind so free, so you could hear the truth. Yeah, hey everyone, welcome back to the Truth for Youth podcast. Well, if you listened to last week's episode, which if you have not, go back and listen to the previous episode where I talk about our mission. What is our mission? As if we are followers of Christ, then we all have basically the same mission. That is the Great Commission. So go back and listen to that. But I started thinking more about that topic this past week and just more about the details that are involved with our purpose. And then I heard a, a pretty popular verse, Jeremiah 29, 11, and it made me think even more about last week's podcast and how perhaps I should go into a little bit more detail and kind of keep hitting on this a little bit because I know it is one of those topics that is of interest, especially to young people as you're still trying to figure out what is your purpose? Do you really have a purpose? And this mission that I talked about last week, you know, I mentioned we all have mission that is pretty much the same mission, but we go about accomplishing that mission through different tasks, through different plans, through different abilities that God has given us. So let's look at that today. Um, again, I mentioned Jeremiah 29, 11. Well, it's a great passage. Um, people use it all the time. I've got three different versions that I want to go over today because again, I love different versions. I love how maybe it's just one or two words that's changed that just kind of makes you think about that verse a little differently. Here's the first one, the Living Bible. It says, For I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Here's the Good News translation. I alone know the plans that I have for you. Plans to bring you prosperity and not disaster. Plans to bring about the future you hoped for. And then here's the message. I have it all planned out. Plans to take care of you, not abandon you. Plans to give you the future that you hoped for. And let's look at some of the, the different wording of that same exact passage, the same exact verse. It's just translated a little differently and the words chosen are a little different. Plans for good and not evil. Plans to bring you prosperity and not disaster. Plans to take care of you and not abandon you. And it talks about a future, something that you hope for, to give you hope in the future, the future that you are actually hoping for. Now look, this is coming from God. This is coming from our Creator. Now we'll say it's always important to look at the context of, of a passage, and this was a passage in the Old Testament, which falls under that Old Covenant. It was a an agreement between God and the Israelites. And it was that covenant of, look, if you will worship me, if you will allow me to be the only God, because he really is the only God, um, then I will protect you. If you'll be obedient and follow my commands, then I will protect you. I will bless you. I will have my hand of protection on you. And so it was kind of this agreement and then when we get to the New Testament, it's that new covenant with Jesus, and it's more about that relationship. And it is still about being obedient, but it's not this you know, give-and-take type relationship. It's more about um, like almost like a father, a son, or a parent, a child, where there's more of a love, more of a relationship. And yes, child and children need to be obedient to their parent or parents, 
but it's not um, it's not contingent on that, right? The love, the the blessing is not necessarily contingent on that because God gives us blessings. That's blessings that we don't deserve. He shows us mercy that we do not deserve. We don't earn those things. Um, so yes, that that was the passage then. However, it still translate a lot of it to today's time because God is our creator. God is our heavenly father. And again, until you're a parent, it's hard to really understand the love that you have for a child. And yes, you know, as a child, you have a love for your parent. You have a love for a friend or maybe a sibling and maybe even a loved one. But until you have a child, it's a different type of love. I'm not saying it's a greater love. It's just a different type of love. And so as a parent, you begin to understand that and, and any person, a parent in their right mind, okay, I'm not talking about the crazies in this world, okay, but if you're a parent in your right mind, you want good things for your children. You want them to succeed. You want them to prosper. You want good and not evil for them. And so if we think about that relationship, that's what God is saying, look, you are my children. I want good for you. I want prosperity for you. I have plans for you. If you will just stay focused on me, if you'll listen to me, if you'll be obedient, I've got these great plans. I've got these great purposes for you. All right? And it's us as individuals, we've been giving this freedom of choice and freedom of decision making to either follow him and seek those plans and and try to fulfill those plans with his help and his guidance. Or we can go about our own and we can say, now we know what's best. We're going to try to do our own thing or just strictly rebellious and decide that we don't want to follow him or that we don't believe in him. Well, then obviously those plans are not going to come into, uh, into existence. So, I want us to focus on like, how do we know those plans? What exactly are those plans and how do we go about accomplishing those plans? Okay. And, and really today is more about understanding those plans and how do we go about finding those plans? Because I, I wish I could tell you, you know, I wish I, I knew the future and I could tell you exactly what your plans are. Heck, it's hard enough for me to know what my plans are that God has for me, much less trying to tell you what yours are. But I can give you some guidance based on biblical principles and then based on experience that I've had and and others that I've been able to either counsel with or just um, get to know over the years how they've sought God's purpose for them. All right, so I mentioned this a little bit again in the last podcast that we all are created to know God, okay? So that's kind of the general purpose of to, to know God and then to make Him known, which is kind of the Great Commission. It's kind of like that big mission but we all have different plans, right? There's all there's all different strategies. We're all individuals. We have different talents and abilities that God has blessed us with, that God has given us, and He wants us to use. So we start kind of there, like, you know, where, well, first of all, where do you even go to find out who has the plans for you? Well, we go back to this passage in Jeremiah 29, 11. It says, who knows the plans? Does it say, you know the plans for yourself? Does it say your parents know the plans for you? Does it say your mentor? Does it say a celebrity? Does it say the media? No, it says that I, as in God, knows the plan. He's the only one that knows the plan. And then he reveals that to us in the right time and in the right place. But God alone knows. So if you 
are not seeking God for your plans and for your purpose, you're never going to get there. You're never going to understand them. You're never going to fulfill the purpose that you were created for, which would be a crying shame. And honestly, the older I've got, the more I think about that. Like the last thing that I want is to not fulfill what God has created me to fulfill. Um, that that kind of haunts me at times. I'm like, man, I, I think that's why I've been going even harder in, in the last few years of my life because I want to try to do as much as I can um, as I'm still trying to figure out, you know, all the different aspects of the plans that God has for me. I, I understand some, but there's maybe more out there. I want to I want to maximize those. I want to go, you know, as, as hard as I can for his namesake so that when I when I'm done with my life here on earth and, I, and I'm standing before God in heaven, that he can say, well done, good and faithful servant, knowing that I, I tried to fulfill, at least, you know, I gave it my best shot to fulfill the purpose that he has for me. All right, so that's number one. You, you've, got to, you've got to be in a relationship with God. You've got to uh, accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, understanding that, understanding you know, who your creator is and that he does have those plans for you. And then you get to seek him. Now, I'm not saying don't ever seek outside help because I do think God places some good spiritual leaders in our life. Maybe it's your youth pastor. Maybe it is a pastor. Maybe it's just a parent or some other individual in your life that has given you good guidance and been a good mentor. That's great. But you've got to be seeking God above all else. Whatever these other people are telling you, does it line up with Scripture? Does it line up what you believe? All right, that's, that's got to be some key parts. And then you got to look at how has God created you? What are, what are some of the talents and abilities that you have? You may know them right off the bat, or you may say, I, I don't really know, Mike. I'm not really talented at anything, or I don't feel I'm really skilled at anything, which that's not true. We all have different different skill levels and different talents, so maybe those are people around you, again, those mentors, or maybe it's family members or some of your close friends that you trust. Maybe you ask them, guys, what, what do you think I'm good at? What are some of my strengths? And be honest with me. You know, what, what do you think that, um, that I would be good at even doing one day? And there are some assessment tests out there, and those may possibly help. But ultimately, it comes from knowing what your strengths are, and then what are your passions, like, what has God given you a desire for? And I'm not talking about our fleshly desires, all right? Because we definitely have those desires that are not in line with Scripture, okay? So that we're not talking about those desires and those fleshly, worldly desires. But what are, like, your true desires? What, what is it that God has placed on your heart that's given you a passion for? And then how can you use that to either make a career out of or, or do that, maybe it's on the side and... and what can you do to glorify God through those things? Okay, that's the other thing. Like, you may have a desire or a passion, but if you're not using that desire and passion for God's glory, then it's probably not what God wants you doing. It's probably not some of the plans that He has for you. Um, because again, God God creates us with a purpose, and sometimes we think we know what that is when we kind of go on our own. Um, but ultimately, he knows. And I think back at times when I was a kid, and I don't know if all kids did this, don't know if it was just, you know, part of my childhood, but I remember making pottery as a kid. You know, maybe you guys did that too, where you're trying to sculpt something. And in particular, this example that I'm giving, we were making like little bowls, like little, little 
cups or bowls with pottery. And of course, you know, when you're young, and it's even difficult. So not even when you're young, I don't know if I can even do it as an adult, my first try, but you're trying to make these nice little bowls. You're sculpting them, you know, the clay's maybe spinning around or maybe you're just, you know, doing it with your hand. And then when it hardens, you, there's no more shaping it, right? Like you have what you have. You have that piece of pottery. And these little cups or bowls that we were trying to make, uh, they didn't really turn out so great. And kind of the running joke was, you know, all of us in this class basically end up making a bunch of little ashtrays. Now, look, younger generation, you may not even know what the heck an ashtray is because I know smoking cigarettes, tobacco smoking isn't as popular as it once was. Now it's more vaping and, you know, maybe smoking marijuana or something. But cigarettes were pretty popular and people did it all the time. A lot of people did it and they did it in public places. And so you would go to restaurants or somewhere and you'd see these ashtrays everywhere. These little black, a lot of them were like a hard plastic ashtray. And they were, you know, they had this little distinct look. Well, unfortunately, you know, my, my clay bowl looked more like an ashtray than it did a bowl. And so, you know, some people may use that as an ashtray, but that's not what I created it to be. I created it to be a bowl but only I would know that because I'm the creator. So maybe an outside perspective would see that and want to use it as an ashtray. And it probably could function as an ashtray, but that's not what it was made and designed to do. So it's probably not going to function real well at that. Could be used as that. You know, but we use a lot of things in life that for, their, for other things other than their intended purpose. I know a lot of times I'll grab a tool and use it, you know, for something that it wasn't intended to. You know, I may be working on a piece of equipment or a lawnmower or something, and instead of running back and grabbing a hammer, I may just grab the wrench that I have, and I'm beating a bolt or something with that wrench, and it can kind of do the job. And it's obviously not doing it as well as a hammer would, but, you know, sometimes it gets the job done. So we do that kind of stuff in life. But here's the problem. Some of us do that with our life. It's one thing to do that with a tool or, or a little clay pottery, that, you know, as an ashtray, but what if you're doing that with your life? What a shame to know you're using your life as an ashtray when it's really meant to be a bowl that holds something of maybe a value. You know, we are created for something special. You know, God didn't just create junk. Think about this for a second, okay? God has existed forever, okay? And this is going to make your brain hurt a little bit because it makes mine. God was perfect. He didn't need anything, okay? Before, before time, it's not like... Over time, God decided he needed this or needed that, or, or if you could add a little bit of this, it would make God even more perfect. No, no, no. God was perfect. So if he was perfect, he didn't need anything. Yet he chose to create human beings. Why? Well, it's for our benefit. It's not for his benefit. He's giving us the opportunity to have life and everlasting life. So he created us for life. And so why would he just create us just to create us? Why would he create us just to, you know, for nothing, for, for a non-purpose? He wouldn't. He creates us for our benefit and for a purpose so that we can fulfill that purpose with his guidance and his help. All right. So I hope you're understanding that. One, I want you to walk away after listening to this podcast and I want you to have confidence that you are somebody special. I don't care what your parents may have said negatively about you or friends or social media or whoever. It's lies if they've told you you're not a value. You are a value. 
You've been given a life. You didn't have to be given a life, but God chose you to give you a life. And then he chose you to do something great. He wants you to accomplish great things in life, but you're never going to accomplish that outside of his will, outside of his purpose, outside of his plans. You go back to these plans. Remember, God says it's for good. It's not for evil. It's for prosperity, not for disaster. Let's let's hit on that, okay? I don't want you to walk away saying, oh, well, Micah said, he quoted right out of the Bible that God wants me to be prosperous. He wants me to be rich and famous. <laughs> you may be, okay? That, that may be God's plan for you. But but this good and this prosperous doesn't necessarily mean material wealth, okay? So we've got to check our definition a little bit because there's a lot more to life than just material wealth, material prosperity. There's an internal prosperity. There's this internal peace. I promise you, there's a lot of super rich, super popular, famous people that are miserable on the inside. They do not have that internal peace. They do not have an internal prosperity. It's a temporary, fleshly prosperity that they that they have, and they're seeking something more. So if you had a choice, you always want to go with that, that internal. You always want to go with the internal because it's an eternal prosperity. So God may not bless you from a material wealth or or you know, popularity or fame or fortune or power, but it may be that internal, which is much more important. Perhaps he gives you both, which is great, okay? There's nothing wrong with having those other things. There's nothing wrong with power. There's nothing wrong with fame. There's nothing wrong with material wealth. It's just, what are you doing with it? Are you using it for his glory? Are you staying focused on him? Or are you using it for selfishness? Is it tearing you down as an individual? All right, because God cares more. Again, this is a in previous podcast. God cares more about your holiness than He does your happiness. Right? We're not going to rehit on that, but I just want to reiterate that when you when you hear those words in the prosperity, I'm not preaching a prosperity gospel. Okay, I'm talking about this internal prosperity that is much more important. That that's what God wants. Okay, just like I would be for a father of my sons. Do I want them to be? you know, have fame and fortune? Sure. But I don't want that for them if that's going to make them uh, not accomplish God's will and purpose for their life, if that's going to turn them selfish or greedy or evil or cause them eternal harm. No, I'd rather them not have that. So there's that balance because God knows what's best for us and chooses to to either bless us with that or maybe he's holding it back because that's even a blessing in disguise. All right, so let's keep moving on. Um, so how else? Okay, so if you're seeking God, uh, you first got to have that relationship, right? Then you're seeking God and then you're seeking the outside counsel, right? Maybe other people can help you. And then you're relying on those passions. You know, what are your passions? What are your desires? Now, here's what I want to add to that, okay? So just because you have the passion and desire to do something, that may not be sustainable for you to accomplish the, the goal or, or the, the mission. All right, here's an example. I think God has has a plan for me to be an entrepreneur. You know, I've started a, a, a company called Grid Army. It's an athletic apparel brand, and I'm very passionate about that. Same with the podcast. I started the podcast uh, a year and a half ago, and I'm very passionate about that. 
However, those two things won't sustain me at the moment financially. So it's not like I cannot do anything else and just focus on those things. Now, eventually, I believe those will grow to be able to financially sustain me. But in the meantime, I have to do something else for income. So, and a lot of entrepreneurs have to do that. You don't just say, hey, I'm going to start this particular business and you get to earn enough money to do that business from day one. Usually you're having to work another job or do something else in order to continue to build that so that can be your purpose and that can be your plan. So sometimes that's what your plans are going to look like. Young people, don't worry if you don't know as a middle schooler, as a high schooler, even in college, what those plans are and how you're going to accomplish that. You got plenty of time to to go through multiple things. And here's another thing that you'll learn. Doing those other little tasks that maybe you're not passionate about and you, you don't really see how they're working towards God's plan. Maybe God's developing abilities and talents and maybe he's using the adversity through those times to develop you, to prepare you for that next phase in life. And I'm going to talk more about that later because I've got some other examples, some really good examples of how I want to share how God has been kind of doing that in my life and in the life of my wife, Lois Ann, and how God's kind of been preparing for the next phase of our life. Uh, Again, as I kind of reveal more about this next chapter of our life coming up, but that's, that's not today's topic. But I do want you to understand, you know, there's different chapters maybe in your life. Again, some of you may decide this is what I want to be. I want to be a teacher, doctor, lawyer, whatever from day one. You go through school. That's what you do, and that's what you do to the day you die. All right? Great. But some of us are going to be like me, okay, where I'm hopping around from different thing to different thing because that's God's plan, I believe. I mean, yeah, I've probably missed out on a few things because I maybe I wasn't completely obedient early on or didn't listen exactly. But I still think my journey is more of a winding road. It hasn't been just hop on this highway and keep going in the same direction. It's been, it's been curves. It's been ups and downs. But I'm grateful for the life that God's given me. I'm grateful for those plans, and I'm excited about what's to come in the future. I don't really know, and I guarantee it's probably going to be a windy road. There's going to be bumps. There's going to be obstacles. There's going to be difficulty. But you know what? Good. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to, to seek God. I'm ready to stay dependent on Him and ready to watch Him do miraculous things continually through my life uh, only because I'm being obedient, only because He is a God of graciousness and goodness and mercy. So guys, that kind of wraps up tonight's podcast. I hope you uh, kind of have benefited from that. I hope you're learning a little bit about how to go about seeking the, the specific purpose that maybe God has for you. Again, I wish I could tell you, I can't, and it may change. Again, I'm going through a different chapter in my life, so it may be different chapters. This may be a particular chapter where you do something, and then another chapter opens up later on, um, but that's okay. you know. So don't get stressed. Don't get anxious. Continue to seek God. He'll reveal it when the time is right. And he will use you in a miraculous way as long as you stay focused on him and continue to seek him and try to use whatever talents and abilities and the place that he's put you in in life and the people that he's surrounded you with and the network and all that, you using that for his glory and for his honor. Guys, I love you. 
And as always, I would greatly appreciate you sharing this podcast and continue to help spread the word so this podcast can continue to grow and reach more people. There's somebody out there that has not listened to this podcast that can benefit, um, and they may not get this podcast for years to come, and that's okay. You know, hopefully this is an evergreen podcast where people can listen years from now and God works through that podcast to help them achieve their God-given purpose and uh, reach the plans that they have or that God has for them anyways. All right, guys, that's it. Love you. I'm out. Bye-bye. I don't want to be just someone that's known. I speak my mind so free so you could hear the truth. Yeah, I know that we all have.